Welcome to I Want Business, the small business podcast brought to you by Clarity Creative Group. My name is Craig. I am here alongside with my bro, David. Hey, Craig. You change your greeting every time. I like this. I, I like this. I want you to come up with a staple, though, but then I don't because I want to be surprised. Uh, I'm not a catchphrase type of guy. Fair. We also have in studio, and by studio I mean our Winter Springs office, Brian Fritz of Podcasting Done Right. He doesn't like to say a greeting, but he will come in later as our quiz master for the trivia segment. You've tuned in. Our episode is going to be all about using your website for marketing. That's huge. How are you going to get the word out? How are you going to build business? But first, we love to offer you a free tool, sometimes one that costs money later, but at least it starts free. David's tool of the episode to help you market your website. So this is a tool that we have actually been using for uh, the last year, and it actually helps market your website onto social media. So uh, it is really kind of helpful in what it does. Craig's writing me notes. (laughs) Cheating. No notes. That's for trivia. (laughs) So what we're really focusing on is... All right, I got him. I got him. We're gonna, you know what? Just for funsies, we're up to episode seventeen. I got him. Every episode, I try to mess with him. If you uh, given the the listeners a throwback, what number was in Indeed dot com? That was Indeed. like episode eleven. I was messing with him, so I did it again. Just simple stuff. Simple stuff. <laughs> you know? Owe me a note simple while I'm stuff. talking. Wants me to. <laughs> it works. Right? It's subtle. But it works. And this is all going to stay in the episode because I think that they need to see the process. David's going to get his stuff back together to tell you about Missing Letter. All MissingLetter.com. Right, so I'm going to power through this. Missing Letter helps link up your probably your content that you, you put out on your website, probably maybe a blog content or a page that you want to promote. And it, and it helps promote it to social media. Now, what it does is you pretty much put the post that you want and it scours it and gets quotes from it, um, and then pretty much can create little like little Twitter or when Facebook. You, what do you mean create? It does it by itself? It does it by itself. It just Ooh. it just looks at, at your paragraphs and figures out what would be a good, you know, it says usually your first one is, hey, I just posted a brand new article about, and that gives you the title of the article. So this is something that would help uh, someone kind of automate a little bit of social, right? Correct. And you can do Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Google Plus. Um, and let's be honest, nobody's using Google Plus. Okay. Well, it's an option if you want it. And um, they the, even abandoned it. Well, missing letter isn't. So, and it's missing letter without the final E in letter. Super confusing. So missing letter, L-E-T-T-R dot com. The free version, which of course gets people started, allows you to do two campaigns, so pro- two like blog posts or whatever, or two, um, you, they're able to, to scour two pages and, and do everything for you on one social media profile. You paid ones, you're able to do the four social media profiles with more campaigns per week. You know, this one does two per month, but it's a good starting point. And what's really cool, okay, so it gets you the content going, right? So it's going to give you, you know, maybe seven or eight, you know, um, uh, posts, posts. That, that you can actually, that, that are timed out throughout the entire year. So there's probably one that happens on day one, another one happens on day three, another one happens on day seven, you know, day, you know, 112. And so, but you're 
because you never know when people are looking at stuff on exactly. social. And again, assuming the stuff that you're posting has some uh, good time, you can have an ending date. But what's really nice about it is it gives you sometimes 20 or 30 quotes. Obviously, maybe you're only posting eight, eight different times you know, throughout that year, you know, using that content, but they'll, they'll have like 30 ones and then you can go through it and everyone has like an image and they do a really cool thing where they actually put the quote in an image. Yeah. With your logo and with stuff. Logo. It, it really is cool because the thing that, that I guess confuses a lot of small business owners that we talk to is they don't know what to post or when to post. Right. And this kind of tool takes care of at least the what and when for what you give it. And what I mean by that is if you were paying attention to our last episode, all about, uh, we were talking traffic and we, we kind of mentioned evergreen content and, and we're going to talk a little bit about keywords in just a little bit. But if you've wrote a really cool article, a really cool blog post, it's unlikely that posting it one time on your Facebook or Twitter, your whole group is going to see it, your whole fan base, if you will, or the amount of likes you have. In fact, on Facebook, it is impossible that all of them would see it because their algorithm doesn't allow it. So this really does something for you that is all about long-term planning and all about getting your content out there to as many people as possible. So you have a cool post, you put it into this kind of, it's, it's a software piece and it comes up with those little blurbs it's going to put out and plans it out over the term that you expect. So now instead of forgetting, which is what you're going to do to post about that cool blog you did a year ago, it's already got you. Mm -hmm. It has it and, it and it's helped it by scouring it already, creating graphics for you and creating the posts. You can, it helps you create hashtags, tells you if these hashtags ever got retweeted. So you know if there's even any popularity in what you're doing. And you'd be surprised some of the quotes that you put out there, people like it, people, people oh, comment yeah. on it, pe people definitely interact with it. And so there's definitely a part where you have to be, interact with that content still, but it's, it's just kind of fun and it, it, it helped kind of make a little bit of social media posting a little bit easier. Social media can be very daunting. And for a small business, uh, getting your, your start, you don't have the budget usually to hire somebody to do this. The big companies, they have people that do this full time. So having a tool like this to help you so that you can spend maybe an hour a week instead of time every single day, you can set this up in advance. I think missing letter without that final E, missing L-E-T-T-R dot com can be a tool that really gets you moving forward with your social media. Mm -hmm. So we've talked about this a couple of times. Instead of telling you about our fancy sponsor of the episode, which is podcastingdoneright.com, the finest podcast producer in existence. I got it in. I did it. I will implore you as you listen to get on iTunes and give us a review, preferably five stars. I want business. The small business podcast is for you. It's for the small business owners who are wanting to start something, get something going. We're doing this already and we think you can too. So give us a review, comment, let us know what you want to hear about, questions you might have. Check us out on iTunes. I want business, the small business podcast. Now this episode is all about using your website for marketing and that could mean a lot of things. So David's going to narrow this down because he's going to start talking about keywords. And I say start for a reason, because if you ask him, he will talk for way too long about the differential things between LSI keywords and regular keywords and all this stuff. So I'm going to be your asset listener to try to rein him in a little bit because he has so much knowledge up there about this. We want to give you a start of what would you write about or what would you use to market 
and he's going to give you a, a beginner's touch of what what the heck's a keyword. Well, okay, yeah. So uh, keywords are important because it's all about what you rank for, right? We talked about previously on the last episode where we really talked about SEO for the long term. And with keywords, you want to make sure that you're picking, we talk about proper content, getting ranked, you know, the importance of that. But picking the right keywords can be anything and everything. I've seen the reports online about how a company can get you ranked for hundreds and hundreds of keywords. Number one, but the problem is none of those keywords actually get and searched. Right. People have to remember that you, you can get sold on a company that's out there saying, we'll rank you for every keyword ever. But that doesn't mean those are the ones people are looking for. It starts way, way back in the beginning doing the research on what is relevant to your business. Yeah. So what, what keywords work? What keywords are going to be the customers that you're looking for? So let's go to sandwich shops. Because so I'll be honest, love I'm, sandwiches. I'm hungry. I had a two sandwich day earlier this week. Wow. To me, that's a win. That's a commitment. A lot of people won't go two sandwich. Definitely won't go three. I've done it. But I had a two sandwich day. I had a homemade sandwich. I had a, a firehouse sandwich. Then a couple days later, I did a two sandwich homemade. Two homemade sandwiches in one day. Wow. Super tangent. I like sandwiches. I know. So the, so the sandwich shop wants to be ranked for turkey sandwiches. Okay. Right, turkey sandwiches. I they make turkey be, sandwiches. I'm in Altamont Springs. What do I do? And they want to. So all of a sudden they go, oh, I want to be turkey sandwiches, Altamont Springs. But then you realize that you know, really, you know, maybe, you, you know, you start ranking number one for that. Fantastic. But then you realize there's not actually anybody that searches that. For or turkey sandwiches. Or the people that are actually searching it are searching for recipes or they're not searching for a sub shop or whatever it is that you are. So it's almost... It almost doesn't, keywords only matter probably on how, what you expect the return to be on it. Right. And the problem is that we, we all get into this because it happens to us and it happens to many of the business owners we, we, we communicate with. They think they know what people would want to find out, but without the research, how would you know? So you're the sandwich shop and you're like, oh, everybody, it's the most commonly ordered thing. So turkey sandwich shop, Altamont Springs, that's me. But people maybe are searching things like, food near me, I'm hungry, or the things that you don't know. So, David, what is the resource where you can even find what keyword is working? We talked about it previously, and, and that's Google Trends is a, a, a pretty awesome, uh, I think we, we talked about in the thing here, episode 15, where we talked about um, Google tools. And what Google Trends does is, right, so you're able to type in a keyword and then you type in another keyword and it tells you which one actually got more traffic or which one has more, how's it trending, right? Is it going up? Is it going down? Now, there's not actual real numbers, but they're they're a a segment of yeah, whether or not, some, it, it gives you numbers. Some but, estimates. Yeah, but if it says 14, there's going to probably be more 14, than 14 people searching right, for th- it. Those but, numbers aren't to be used in a sense that like, oh, there's only 14 people searching right. that. There's a ranking that Google does based on this. And, and what's really cool is w- walking through the process, because I, I, I can tell you because I've seen him do it, him being David, I've, I've watched him do this research piece. There, there's steps to it. And you, you start with a Google trend, getting the data on what even is working. Then you take it to another level. And this is where I didn't, I don't want you to go so crazy so that you're getting super deep into it. But I said, I referenced LSI keywords, mm-hmm. right? 
explain to a per- now I'm telling you a regular business owner is not going to know what that is so yeah. explain what that even means and why they should care about well, it well I'm not even going to make them have to use a tool okay right what I want people to do is search for their 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 service that they do so maybe it's sandwich shops or plumber Orlando or we've yeah. talked about plumbers we've right. talked about uh, we talked about a lot right. of so handyman you, so it's going to be a handyman so today you type in handyman okay and then what happens is always on the bottom or even when you start typing in handyman all of a sudden it starts to finish your statement right google knows your thoughts right google auto suggest or whatever you call it and then on the bottom there's always you know between six or eight ideas right that are already kind of filled in maybe it talks about handyman's near me you know handyman service maybe even mentions a specific handyman in there that's local that's that's that that is in your area now to be clear this is at the bottom and that's at the bottom of the first page of results most yeah. people glaze right over this they do but, but it's super valuable for you as the business owner that's what we're saying so get down that first page yeah. and take a moment take, take a look at those keywords because a lot of those keywords actually might be the more important keywords to use but they also might be keywords that you could be using to help fortify the key, that keyword that so maybe it's uh, Orlando Handyman. Maybe you also you're seeing um, uh, Handyman painting services or Repairman start showing up, and you're yeah. thinking to yourself, "Oh, I didn't call myself a Repairman, but Google is associating Repairman and Handyman together." They see them maybe as the same, right? So, and that's where like we talk about. They, they call them LSI keywords, semantic keywords. It's I would call it like a thesaurus version of, of understanding. What synonyms, Google, yeah, really. Synonyms, yeah, yeah. So you're able to kind of see what words are similar enough that Google might get a little bit more information to know what those keywords mean and what they would, would probably rank for and how they would rank help understanding what that page is about and that's really what 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 keywords are it's really telling google what that page is what it's about and and what information are are you know you are you going to get from it so if you're a sandwich shop in orlando the last thing you should be talking about is jacksonville miami or of or, course you know even if maybe you're a new york sandwich shop in orlando you got to be selective to make sure that they don't, you don't say New York, New York, New York. And, and I, a lot of restaurants do that because they're doing that New York style. And the irony is we, again, we love talking about sandwiches and sandwich shops, mm. but restaurants are some of the weakest in the web game where they don't do the things to get people on the web. And you'll see some of the big companies are really starting to push it. Uh, Bonefish is one that I've noticed that they're really aggressive with web, really aggressive with email marketing. And yet there's other companies that are just completely falling flat with it. But the the free element of what we're saying is you don't got to spend a lot of money. You don't got to buy some tools here. Come up with whatever you think your business is. And it's the, you're a handyman. You, you, you're, you're a plumber, whatever it is. Type that into Google scroll down that first page and write down those other words. It's helping you. The Google machine is telling you what other keywords are relevant for you. What that can do for you is give you ideas on the type of content you want to put up on your site. If you're a handyman and you have handyman on your site 45,000 times, that's no longer going to value anything for Google. Google's not going to look at you and all right, say, oh, you're the handyman expert anymore. But if now you have terms like repairman or guy that fixes things or whatever Google is suggesting as a related search term, you're now really connecting the dots on marketing your website properly online. Right. So that's Google marketing, right? So let's talk about other ways to how else to use your website to market you, to represent you. Right? Is isn't that what what it's all about? You know, you you get the people there. Who are you? What do you stand for? 
how, why should I, you know, work with you? That the, that's the question that that you know is 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 what's going on in customers' minds. I I think we we do it ourselves, right? We we you know how many people just have you know there, there's tunnel vision as soon as they go to that website, they they already know where they want to go. They don't even see on the stuff around it, you know. Again, problem on Facebook, you know, again, there might be an ad on the side, there might be an ad in between, people just miss it completely. You know, what are we doing, you know, to get, you know, what, what can, can a business owner do to get their, their, their website out there in front of people to, to make Tell it? us. I'm, I'm, <laughs> Give it to me. I want it. I mean, it, it, it's really about looking at your, your website from the user's perspective, right? So when you say user, you mean... A potential customer. Yeah, yeah. So not just you as an expert, but you as the person that is visiting the website for the very first, first time. time. Like, how many times have you signed up for your own, you know, contact form or joined your own mailing list? Never. And probably not. It's it's probably not a normal thing to do or to think. Okay, I'm a customer and I want to find a plumber. You know, and I came to my site. How quickly could I? join how quickly could i contact how quickly could i find probably the information i'm looking for or even find anything you touch on something here that is so near and dear to us uh we're on our i think third version of our own website on on iwantclarity.com and the irony is that that this experience of trying to look at your own site with fresh eyes it's a challenge and it's something you may want to ask a loved one and friends to do as well because you may think because you know the most about your business i know exactly what to put up that would be in our case very incorrect we're a lot further along year seven eight here than we were in year one we didn't even know what people were looking for we thought we knew what we were to put out but that isn't what the client or potential customer is looking for you're thinking, oh my God, I'm going to put a picture of, you know, the the service I provide. Here, here's a toilet that I plunged. I'm the plumber. That's maybe not the first thing people want to see. Maybe they don't want to see a toilet. It gets, oh, oh I'm going to get off this page. Maybe they want to see your smiling face with a with a what do you a wrench in your hand because they're like, ooh, I trust this guy. Look at his face. He's wearing the same shirt that's the logo. You know, you, you never know. And, and doing some of this work to figure out the user experience, we're kind of being a long-winded way to say user experience. We put so much time and effort into this because it's what changes the game for people. What's going to get them to fill out that contact form? What's going to get them to fill out whatever it is your lead generation is in less than two or three clicks? Right. It's It's got to be simple. It's got to be easy. And it's got to it's got to work. It's 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 so funny, though. It's people are going, well, my website doesn't work. It, it just didn't do what I don't it get anything to do. from it. Nobody goes to it. Nobody once they're on it, they don't do anything. Well, how easy is it for them to do something? Right. What, what would your goal in the, what did you did you take your goal into account when you built the website or put any effort into that? Right. And then did you plan it? Did yeah. you answer their question? What yeah. the, I think for us and when we're, we're giving you some inset scoop, one of our early questions that we always ask a new client is, is what are the questions your customers ask you? Because they forget to think about that. And again, you, you, you could be a, a dry cleaner, a handyman, a pizza shop. What's the first question or the most common question you get? Thinking about the kind of things that your customers ask is going to make you better at servicing them when you can't answer. The website can answer for you. So start answering some of those questions. Mm-hmm. I, I think I think that's key. I think it's again it's it's being there for 
for the customer and not for yourself. Again, I think we 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 write for ourselves, never for the client. And I think that's that's a problem because the clients obviously uh, have a very different perspective. That's how most people operate. I mean, you think about, wow, I I know about my business. I'm going to write everything about it, and and I don't understand why people don't get it. This is how I do things. But the reality is, to to be out there and to acquire new business, you have to be a little bit open minded. Because people don't perceive things the same. Just like I was given the example of, of, of a toilet on a plumber's site, that might not be the image that people, yes, we know that plumbers mess with toilets, but that's not the image that makes you want to make that purchase decision. Might not be very professional. It, it may, it, exactly. Now, if you're Kohler and you make toilets and it's this pristine gold toilet you're showing, sure, but not the plumber who, because you're associating the plumber with the one that has to go into what goes in the toilet. It's a negative imagery, right? Kind of thing Mm -hmm. where you've really got to put yourself in the customer's shoes in order to really market your website. There's, there's a lot of time and effort on your part to go into how you want to be perceived. And sometimes if you just quickly like, Oh, I know who I am. I know exactly what I do. They're just going to get it. Uh, No, they're not. (laughs) Mm -hmm. The people are not going to get it because you believe it. You've got to really put yourself in them in their shoes, and and yeah. that's what's asking friends, family, loved ones, because that's all you have to begin with, to to spec that out and look at your site, not from knowing you the way you are, but from hey, would would I make this purchase or hey, would I ever fill this form out? Would I ever sign up for this? Well, so, sometimes people are like, oh, you know, I'm a I'm a you know kind of shoot from the hip type of guy, so I'm going to make sure all my content is crass and it's a little it's a little edgy because that's me right maybe that's that's who i am and suddenly you've done that and somebody shows up at your website for the first time and doesn't know who you are right what's the first thing that they think of when they see that the first thing they think of is this guy has you know an ego or this guy is talking down to me or this guy you know is using a tone and and you've now scared them off because only because you thought that you were coming across a certain way right and it's like Maybe somebody that knows you goes, oh, I know that's that's exactly that's that's what he sounds like. But again, when you're selling yourself, your website is selling you. You're not there to go, hey, just let you know, that's my funny side or that's the side that everybody likes me for being at a party or doing something like that. That That's not you. That's you. Your business has to speak about you. And that's why, again, it's so important that I think if you're trying to do this all yourself and maybe not having a friend a, a co-worker you know a loved one you know to to, to kind of look at with you can kind of hey you know i looked at this and this doesn't look right this doesn't this doesn't come across well this doesn't make sense or this doesn't fit the image probably that you want to come across that's gonna be a problem there's a lot of different ways to to market and and there's agencies that make millions and billions of dollars doing that but as a small business owner getting your start you got to spend some time thinking about who's going to be on your site and what they're going to be looking at immediately. So hopefully you've gotten a little bit of information of, of, of what a keyword even is, how you can wield it, how you can get some free data right from Google on the bottom of that first page. And we're going to transition to our trivia segment of the episode where hopefully we'll give you a little insight. But I have to say, for those of you that have been listening, episode in, episode out, dark days, dark days confirmed. This just in, David cheated last episode. I did not ever cheat. Brian he did Fritz, not our cheat. quiz mess. <laughs> he did not cheat. This is... You're this just is a, a sore loser. Yeah. This is... I'm sorry this for is, the listeners. I'm really proof. sorry because 
You had the, every opportunity to at least get it, a, a tie. It didn't feel that way. You, you could have tied it. I was I was treated unfairly. That win has been voided. The score is two to one. No, it's not voided. What's the score then? I don't know. Two to two. See, you don't even know the score. That's voided. Three to nothing. <laughs> I am in the lead. It's not, you don't even know the. the you're not. Even you sure. don't know the score. You don't know the score. You see how I get him down to my level, and then I destroy him. I was waiting for somebody to pop out the, you don't know the truth. You can't handle the truth. And we've now been And our listeners can handle the truth that David cheated last episode. Episode 16, I'm really sorry, guys. I know you were rooting for me. I apologize to all the listeners that he's so sore about this. His fragile ego is a little bit, it's a little bit rough. It's okay. Who sounds petty though? The the one. <laughs> Mr. Fritz of Podcasting Done mm. Right, our quiz master extraordinaire. You won't get me on that. I started that. It's not going to happen. Hit us with some queries. So you guys are talking about marketing. So I started thinking about TV commercials. Love them. Some of the most effective. Where's the best beef? known commercials of all time? There's an idea for one of them. Where's the one. beef? The Wendy's ad, right? Yes. So yeah, I knew that. So the trivia questions are based off of famous commercials. I love it. So predicting a, predicting a victory right here. Right. Okay. So we'll start with this one. So point to the outfield. Every year, uh, a lot of different companies spend a lot of money to put out their biggest ad of the year at the Super Bowl. Oh yeah. Right. So, and they've been doing this for a long time. Mm-hmm. So, Super Bowl 26 back in 1992. Oh. One of the most famous commercials then. Don't worry. This is going to be multiple choice, David. <laughs> so, so, one of the so most famous commercials from then featured a beautiful supermodel mm-hmm. at the time. And she got a Pepsi out of a machine and she drank the Pepsi. And yes. a couple boys were watching in there like. Can I name her were, now and get a double? Well, they were in awe. Of, of this woman, and everybody, well, everybody thought it was the woman. They were actually in awe of the new Pepsi can. Mm-hmm. So, you have to name who the supermodel was. Now, I'll give hold, you choices. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. I, I might even know it. Oh, you don't I'm even know it. I'm torn between two now. Okay. No, we need I, to. Can, can we just show them up and see if, if we're right? For two, I guess, well, how are we going to do this? Dead on the money with no choice, with no choices i want to but i ah no because you guys feel so confident i'm not going to give you choices oh but not then we both have the same one probably uh it might be the other david one. you could show me yours okay so did we have the same one uh you guys both have the same one cindy crawford <laughs> and, I, and you'd I've, be correct yeah yeah but late i started thinking claudia schiffer oh, and i no. couldn't remember well you know it's funny because I, she wasn't even in the choices i oh, had well that oh, was good i would have got it the choices that i had were going to be cindy crawford L. McPherson and Heather Locklear. Ooh. Let's see if I can throw you guys off a little bit. All right. So he, he knows his uh, his supermodels. Fun fact about Cindy, worth like $400 million or something now. $300 million because of her furniture For line. Sure. Kathy Ireland worth more. And you know what? I almost had Kathy Ireland as one of the choices. That, that would have been sneaky. I was, that was, yeah. I, I, my... I was thinking about that. I had to go with the gut because I remembered a commercial because she got the mole. Right. And I remembered her sipping, but I got a little bit like, ooh, yeah. is it Coke? Because she's wearing yeah. like a pair of jeans and just a white, white tank top. Tank top. Yeah, yeah, I remember a nice it. image. It's a Very nice, nice image, image for all of us. All right. So a little bit of a sports theme with this one, too. There's a very famous commercial involving McDonald's called The Showdown, and it featured a game of horse yeah. between two of the all-time greats in the NBA. 
playing against one another. You guys both feel confident. I'm not even going to give you choices. Tell me who the two players were involved in this epic game of horse with the winner getting one of their bag of McDonald's. I know. It was just for McDonald's, and I'm I'm in second-guess city right now. Really, right. that's what's happening right now. Okay. I'm going to come up with an answer, but I'm absolutely And guess what? Guessing. You guys are both right. It was Michael Jordan playing Larry Bird. Yeah. yeah. We know our commercials. Yes. Because here's the cool thing. You're- this Maybe adds credibility to us, but uh, we, we, we research marketing stuff. We know some <laughs> we, stuff yeah, about marketing. We know a little bit about marketing. Okay. I like these questions, though. So this one, you guys just have to know it because there is no multiple choice. I didn't write this down. Ooh, okay. third question. Well so far. Final so, query. This is, this I'm, is I'm hoping, I, I don't know if you guys watched this show or not, but a show that wrapped up just a couple of years ago featuring commercials is Mad Men. Don Draper, of course, on that show. Okay. Now, Don Draper, you know, an ad man during the 60s and whatnot. So the final scene of the show is Don Draper, who's just always kind of out of his wits or whatnot. And finally, he goes to like this spiritual retreat place and he's just totally calm, totally cool with himself and everything. Kind of got the smile on his face at the end. And then after that, the show ends by airing what many people consider the all-time greatest commercial, most effective commercial ever for a very popular product that's still out there, a drinking product. I already named its competition in another commercial. Right. Both you guys are looking at me like you don't have no idea. Okay. This is an iconic here, here, commercial. The, that the they, deal. And then you played this in Mad Men. Right. And we need to come up with the product or... You can just tell me what the product was. You don't even have to tell me what the commercial was. Yeah. Here's the There's thing. There's a famous song that they created in the commercial that oh, we like still that. know to this day that people still associate with this product even 40 years after this commercial came out. Really? Actually, this commercial came out, let me think here. Uh, we would have been 45 years I ago. I never watched Mad Men. Yeah. This could hurt me because I is think a very, David did. This is an iconic commercial. I think David watched Mad okay. Men with the wife. Okay. Oh, no. Wait. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, shh. No confidence ba- no bad language no bad language confidence i mean you said competitor but this seems to that's it's not right it's not right you both got the product right oh, so tell me baby. i got quicker okay so oh baby it's coca-cola throw it out there what's the commercial um the the, the problem is i've got the wrong song in my head i've got the pepsi song in my head okay then but so what is the problem is always coca-cola no. No. So wait, give me a sh- give me a chance here. No, you got like five seconds. Oh, it's not? Oh, God. Oh, God. What is it called? Hold on. I can do this. It's you not guys the polar are killing me. One. No, no, Nothing. no. This is not Nothing. that hard. I still get a chance. You, whoever you, can come up with it first. Wait, wait, wait. Come on. Whoever you can say it first. It. What's the commercial? The, it's not the Joy of Cola. No. That was Pepsi. Come on. It's uh, uh, what the hell's you on the Coke bottle? You guys are killing me. What's on the Coke bottle? I know this. I know enjoy this. Enjoy refreshing. Enjoy No, 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 no. What was the theme for this commercial? It's not on the bottle. It's not on the it's bottle. It's a famous theme for the for for Coke for a commercial. Uh, it's oh, that's their new one. The Open Up Happiness. That's not it. No, that's too new. This that's is too 1972. New. 72. Nineteen seventy-two. I was I was unborn. I was pre-born. There's a little song that goes with it that they yeah. created. Yeah, and why is only Britney Spears? It's an extremely ba, 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 famous ba, commercial. Ba, ba, joy Had coma. people say it's the most effective commercial of all time. Yeah, I believe uh. that. I know that. Is it Christmas related? <laughs> it's not Christmas related. There's no Coca-Cola. Santa Claus. It's Five seconds. Santa. This is this four, is painful. This. Three, two. I'm feeling like one. a failure. Maybe it's Pepsi over. needs to sponsor us. It's over. We got Coca-Cola. You got Coca-Cola. We're tied. 
I'd like to buy the world of Coke. Oh my God, I've played that at trivia a thousand times. Uh, I'd like to buy the world of Coke. I hate that commercial, by the way, on a personal level. I don't like it. <laughs> to me, I, I know that it's it's like the most famous commercial. Yes. It was a big deal. Obviously, like, it's not you guys. The, the, because no, no, I, get I've heard that. I've heard that. But when I see that commercial, it does nothing for me. It does nothing for me. And I am so much more susceptible to like Cindy Crawford opening the Pepsi or um, I'll give you the example. This works on me like every year, whichever beer comes out and is like really aggressively the the official beer of the NFL this season. I find myself saying, you know what? Those beers taste so similar. I'm going to buy the one that marketed better this year. What made me laugh? The, a little, the, the, I got the chuckle out of. Exactly. So I'm, I'm buying Coors Light because the mountains turned blue and they told me they were the official beer. Up, oh, I've switched to Miller Light because now they're the official beer. I want this year the official ketchup. I'm only buying Heinz. I don't buy Hunt's. Does Marketing. Any, does anybody buy Hunt's? So here's what happened, guys. It went three for three. And due to our tiebreaker rules, it, it defaults back to the person that won Two episodes ago, no, it so guys, <laughs> it actually might have been me. You don't know. I took a win. You don't Give remember. me a minute here. I'm going to oh, come up with a tiebreaker. He's coming up with a tiebreaker. Ah, why did the joy of cola stuck in my head? Britney Spears, you've done me wrong so many times. Yeah, I don't even. She. That was the Pepsi song, the yeah. joy of cola, and they all sang it. Da, 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 why couldn't you ask who, which which company did did Michael Jackson get his hair burned off with? I okay, got I'll give you. I just come up with one off the top of my head. Do Since it. Since we're talking about soft drinks, fine. Which very popular NBA player currently is uh, the lead guy for Sprite? LeBron James. I was fast. Did I win? Say it. Don't you have to write it down and give him a chance? No, that's not. It's tiebreaker. You said fastest. I didn't say that. On the last question, you said it. On the last one, I did. Let me see if you're right. Let me see if there was a. Oh, my God. I mean, the game's over. You guys are killing me, man. It's not over. I've won. No, you did not. All right. You cheated. You want a marketing basketball question? <laughs> I don't want any more basketball. I come up with some off the top of my head and uh, blow it. All right. All right. To be continued. <laughs> <laughs> to be continued. Oh, my God. All I right. want the field to know that he wasn't even writing an L. He thought he was going to write Kobe Bryant. Why? He's who not. Who did Sprite before? Okay. Gonna, let me, okay. So who, who is the, I'll write uh, this one. Who's the, who's the musician that's also in Sprite commercials? If I remember right, I dead sure silence, absolute dead silence. Oh, I, uh, oh no, I don't have the answer. That's not Sprite. Oh, I don't singer. know. Singer or rapper? That's up for interpretation. Oh no, because that wasn't a Sprite commercial. It was something else. It was for like yogurt or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh I, my I don't god! Know. A music- you know what? Let me double check on this. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, Quizmaster. Am I right there? Is he right? Okay, so I'm thinking of the wrong. Okay, so the person I have in my mind currently yeah. is the lead person for Kit Kat. Kit Kat. Oh, that's Give not going to change break. anything. Give me that's a, a rapper. So I, I made that a little bit more difficult. So. Kit Kat bar Kendrick Lamar. No. I don't know. That, that doesn't Black Eyed Peas. No. What? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know what? David's I am right. This person did do Sprite as Little well. Wayne. Oh. I, they did do Sprite as well. Was it Little Wayne? No. Oh man! You want you want to throw out another name, David? Oh, it's not going to. What matter. did Little Wayne do? It was uh, like a fu- somebody was cooking, and then Little Wayne T-Pain. was on the couch. No, because you could. It's a rapper. You could, it's a rapper. That's like giving it away right there, too. <laughs> Drake or something. It's like. Chance the Rapper. Chance oh. the Rapper. 
You know He's what? Everywhere. I got beef with Chance the Rapper. SoundCloud. It's not working out. Chance bought it, I think. He needs to spend more he money. He gave it some money. He gave it some money. He did what he could. He did what he could. Okay, All I'm right. tapping. You guys tied. We did not tie because of the rules that I talked about earlier. It goes, it defaults to the winner of two episodes ago. Check Which us I out think I in won. episode 15. David so I lost. I can't believe you guys couldn't come Victory up with the Coke again. commercial. I want to buy everyone a Coke. I don't like it. I don't want to buy everyone a Coke. I like their new marketing better than their old. I like Open Happiness. I like the names on the bottles that actually worked. That was some high-level stuff. You know what else worked? In 1972, I'd like to buy the world a Coke. Because <laughs> um, that's why it's considered the greatest commercial of all time. It especially is, among ad people. some people say. <clears throat> Most effective ad of all time. Hopefully you've enjoyed our quiz segment of episode 17. We were talking how to market your website. Our quiz master hit us with a couple that stumped us. But we both actually went perfect on that in regulation. In overtime... We were we were chucking up bricks and and uh, what what do you call it when you miss completely air balls? We were airballing, we were bricking. But again, I took a win from David and nope. it felt really good. Not nah, didn't happen. So here's what you need to do. You I need was to actually find... proud of David because he's not oh, the sports guy. Come on, ah, oh, see, I got these proud are beyond points. sports. MJ and Larry Bird. That's a that's an icon status of the of the what do you call it the uh, McDonald's commercials. I'm sorry. I wish I had like I knew something about a new commercial that I could. Oh, I got nothing. Because we, well, we don't nobody watch TV anymore. anymore. Nobody watches cable. Well, heck, I threw one out there and then you just jumped the gun and didn't give David a chance. You didn't even give me a Would chance. Would you have gotten it? Tell the yes, truth. Yes, I was about to write no, it down. I don't I, think so. I knew that one. I don't think so. Because they show them during football games. It's the only reason why. Ugh. If they don't have, it's the only time I ever see commercials. All right, which basketball player who oh. I think this was also Sprite? This is years ago. This is when we were kids. Not only was he in it, but a puppet of him was in it. Oh, that's uh, Anthony... Hardaway. Pronounced it wrong, I get the point. And Fernie, there's an I'll R give you, you one. What's an iconic uh, Super Bowl commercial that saw a member of the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers give his jersey to a kid? Yeah. Who was the name of the player? I got that. I'll let, I'll let him go oh, for it. He's Pittsburgh gonna, Steelers, 70s. And wasn't that Coke as well? I believe it was, but he doesn't yeah. give his jersey to the kid. This is a is huge commercial. I, I have. Yeah. It wasn't. It was no, in the 70s. It was, you want me to say it? You want to take another guess? Oh, I it was know from the their name. iconic yeah, team. I know, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. the 70s. Um, even has a nickname that makes it a little bit have easier. He does have a nickname, and it wasn't a nice. See, this big, is why I wasn't like going to put it in. Mean there. Green. Mean Joe Green. Bingo. Mean Joe Green. Look at that. still got it. He's got it. Yeah. He's there. It was there. I just, I, I, I I'm yeah. like, I saw the person. I just couldn't see the name. So now we're clearly in a, in a, in a spokesperson battle. We must continue this until someone yep. can't get one. I'll, I'll do more for the next episode. Oh, All no. right, we're, it's going to continue. This is the what? We're not even. Uh, you know, people are still listening. They have no control. It's on. <laughs> it's on in their car. You can't shut us off. All but right. you can follow us on Stitcher, on SoundCloud, on iTunes. I want business. The Small Business Podcast. We're doing it for you. Get on there, please, please, please. Leave us a review. Get on our Facebook on Clarity Creative Group comment ask us questions see anything else you want to hear on this show we've got a lot more episodes coming your way we will see you next time later